Hello, this is Sandra. What you're about to hear is the Sunday Easter service that we recorded on April 12th, 2020. It's appropriate no matter what time you listen to it. Unfortunately, we had to remove the music because of copyright laws, but you'll hear some interesting things. Certainly there are prayers and um, wonderful words spoken of inspiration. I do the reading, and it's something I wrote myself, and Scott Milligan, instead of doing his normal philosophy, he does a trance address. He is the world's most, uh, well, I guess, well-known physical medium and tutor of uh, physical and trance mediumship. And trance is blending of the two worlds. So he keeps his eyes closed for 10 minutes as we were listening to music. And out of his mouth, another voice spoke very, very appropriate words for this time in our life when most of us are isolated and housebound due to the coronavirus. Carrie McLeod is at the end of the episode. She does evidential mediumship demonstration, working with four people, and it's really nice. So I hope you enjoy it. I know you will. I think you will, anyways. And our home base is wedontdieradio.com. And not an episode of We Don't Die Radio, but it's so good. I tell you, the words of philosophy are so good. I know they'll touch your soul. So hope you're having a good day. See you later. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Happy Easter. My name is Sandra Champlain. I'm the host of We Don't Die Radio. And you're in for a Sunday Easter service like you've never experienced before. So I'd like to introduce you to our chairperson, Mr. Philip Dykes. Phil? Good evening, Sandra. Thank you very, very much. Good evening to Kerry McLeod and good evening to Scott Milligan as well. So welcome to tonight's service, uh, online world divine service. And it's an Easter service as well. So it's very, very special. So thank you, Sandra, for introducing as I said, my name is Philip Dykes, and it's a pleasure for me to chair for you tonight. And today is brought to you by Sandra Champlain's uh, We Don't Die Radio and Dunfermline Association of Kindred Spirits, uh, more commonly known as Dunfermline Ask. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone that has sent their kind emails in. Um, we have read them all. And also for thank you for sending those donations as well that keeps us going, supporting Dunfermline Ask and also We Don't Die Radio. We are pleased to be able to join you in your homes and share this time with you. And thank you for your wonderful kind messages, like I just said. If you're joining us by Zoom, then you'll be able to interact with the demonstration this evening by Kerry McLeod. But we also want to say a huge thank you to everyone that's watching on Facebook Live. Over the last two weeks of service we've provided, there has been over 7,000 people from all over the world. So hello to you all, wherever you are in your living rooms, in your homes, bedrooms, attics, wherever you're sat, um, it's an absolute pleasure for us to provide this service at this time to bring healing to you. Tonight is a spiritualist divine service. It should be an experience that touches your heart and soul. And it should leave you feeling uplifted and better than you arrived. Whether it be a reading delivered by Sandra Champlain, or the trance address this evening by Scott Milligan, or the evidential mediumship by Kerry McLeod, there should be something that touches you, that inspires you, that offers you hope and creates questions within you for more. Your mediums this evening will be Scott Milligan from 
England, who will be giving a trance demonstration tonight, and we'll talk about that more shortly. And Kerry McLeod from Scotland, who will be sharing an evidential demonstration of mediumship with you at the end of the service tonight as well. I'm going to hand back to our lovely Sandra Champlain for our reading this evening. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, you're welcome, Phil, but I actually want to request that Scott leads us in an opening prayer. Okay. Thank you, Phil, and thank you to everyone who is watching and listening to these words. Dearest divine and infinite spirit, power of all creation, once again we find ourselves feeling so far away from each other but joined by the common thread of your love. On this special day of Easter, when the so-called dead rose again, we come to find you in the house of the Spirit, and we pray that we find the strength to stand and climb the steps to the altar of peace. May the words that are shared through your workers this night, heal the hearts of all who hear. May love and peace reign upon all as we welcome you here in this your sanctuary. May our love be a banquet for you to feast upon so that we can heal your need. Heal your family that is left here as our brothers and sisters. Great Spirit, we celebrate this day in your name by inviting you all to blend with us and to encourage all if it is required. On behalf of all present, I welcome you here. Welcome friends and amen. Thank you, Scott. Well, this is a true story by me, Sandra Champlain. When I was a kid, I thought I saw the Easter Bunny. I was in a playground, and I believe I saw his big ears just over the hill. It was the week before Easter, and little Sandra was so excited for the magic of Easter morning, I probably might have made him up in my imagination. But to me, he was real. I went to school and I told my friends about seeing the Easter Bunny and they all laughed at me and made fun of me. Looking back from where I am now, I realize I spent a lifetime afraid of sharing my excitement and my beliefs, afraid of what people might think. Over 20 years ago, a fear of death got me searching for the evidence of the afterlife. I found it in many ways, and it gave me peace to live my life. However, I never told anybody. The same girl, afraid of being laughed at or made fun of, stayed quiet. Until one day, I took a chance and shared. And guess what? No one laughed. Sometimes we humans seem to think, we have to see things to believe in them. But is that really true? Can we see the invisible radio waves 
that deliver us music? Can we see the wireless internet signal that connects us right now? Do we need to see God or the divine light to know the love and the power is real? Today, we celebrate that one light that shines through many lamps of our faiths. What would life look like if we were free to be who we are, fully self-expressed, without the fear of what people think or being laughed at? What would it be like to say, I love you, and not care if those words are reciprocated? What would it be like to just be yourself, going to bed each and every night, knowing that you did your best and said your best? Just as real as the magic of the Easter Bunny is the magic that is inside of us and all around us in an invisible world. My advice is to be open, share your love, and share your truth. As Neil Donald Walsh says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. You, my friend, may not change the world, but you never know whose world you will change. So share your passions and happy Easter. Phil? Thank you, Sandra, for those wonderful, inspiring words. And my apologies for getting the order of service wrong. Um, as we thank Sandra for that wonderful reading, I'd like to go into a healing moment, a healing time, as our world is in much need of healing. And whilst I say a few words, please send your thoughts of love and joy out to those you know and those you don't know in the world at the moment. So ladies and gentlemen, you may want to say your own few words while I say mine. But let's join together as one within this world, as brother and sister. As we send our thoughts of healing out, we pray that we may grow in our understanding of life, feeling connected to the unseen and natural world. That we may be filled with generosity of the spirit and true compassion of love for all life. As we offer our healing thoughts, we pray for these that are gathered and shared where needed. As we do, we gain a greater understanding of power and healing. Knowing that healing power has the ability to change the world for the better as we sit here and give freely within this space and within our time. As the wind of change offers clean air, the rains offer a cleansing. The sun offers rays of hope that we feel that creative power, divine restoring life and balance to our world. Teach us how to continue to live in balance, to have tolerance, respect and faith, to be the beacons of light that shine forward, transforming our lives, our understanding of our world in these times. Amen. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Before I ask Scott to share his trance demonstration with you, we have two pieces of music that we're going to be listening to. And as you listen to them, please relax, take time to reflect and contemplate. Give yourself permission to really hear and feel the music. Ladies and gentlemen, a trance demonstration is one of difference.
Trance is a deeper form of mental mediumship where Scott allows his mind to move with the power of the spirit world, allowing his inspirers and teachers to use his voice as a voice for the unseen world. Scott's mind is moved during these pieces of music, allowing the spirit world to talk freely, to inspire you and offer you upliftment. So sit back and listen to these pieces of music and let your own minds drift and think of your loved ones in the spirit world. Thank you. I'm going to pass this the remainder of the service just now to Scott and his inspirers and Sandra to play the music. In this time, the time that is marked on the birth of new life, new life to your world, and also a return to ours. What can we do to convince the minds that life is everlasting? Shortly, you have come from our world, and yet you return to it. But you forget, as you live your life, to fill your life with kindness and goodness to the fellow people who also walk under your sun. What can I do as the voice of many to convince you at this moment if it was to be asked of me I would climb the mountain and take from its peak a single stone and return it back to you. I would swim to the deepest part of the ocean to pull from its bed a single grain of sand picked from millions but to return it back to your hand. I would stand for eternity to show you that our commitment is to prove to each of you that life that you live now is the shortest part of your journey. The life you are living is written within pages of a book and the ink becomes dry. But now we stand together to write a new chapter of understanding. But it is taken this day, a day that is marked for many, for you to celebrate the true meaning of life eternal. But at this time, where you see so much fear, allow these words to be a healing balm to you all. Let nothing under your sun truly dies. Of course, the body that is borrowed must return, 
the soul continues its progression and under certain conditions individuals can be animated to carry the voice of those who love you. So with these words that are strung like pearls around the neck of creation, let us pull from the garment a single thread of love. Carry this thread in your tender hands, and I wonder what you will make from it. At this time, there are many of your world that are making their transition to our side of life. So many tears will fall this night. But I will say to you all that those who close their eyes for the physical death will awaken as quicker than falling asleep. But these words you already know, I am just reminding you of this. In this time of celebration, when the dead rose again, we are given this opportunity to knock softly upon your consciousness. I wonder who now hears each knock, who amongst you is animated by colleagues of my world. So rest assured, my friends, as I will go to any part of your world, to convince you that I am but a servant. I wonder those who are hearing these words at this time are accepting the fact that mansions of wood and stone that were called churches are now empty. Mansions of wood and stones where the spirit is supposed to be housed. The spirit houses itself within you. Go into your own church, your own place of understanding, and listen to the eternal voice of who you are. And you will find all that has to be offered. Nothing is truly lost. No one is ever lost. To lose someone shows you being very careless in the first place. When one comes for its moment of quickening, to succumb to the hand of death, carried over the stream of love to the endless sunshine that awaits you. As I have said, in this time of reflection, the difference between your world and ours, in your world people leave you. In our world, people join you.
I bid you this moment of reflection on this day of celebration. I hope in whatever capacity the words of love have rained upon you. You will never face a same Easter again. This is a new experience for us all. May God, however you seek God to be, bless and keep you and the families that you represent here at this moment. Good day to you, my friends. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just keep my voice down while Scott's microphone is turned off because we know that he's in a sensitive place. But I'd like to thank his inspirers and Scott through his mediumship for bringing them beautiful words to us. I'm very sure that those words will touch us and stay with us through these troubled times and bring that upliftment to us all. As we move through the service now, we enter the part where Kerry will demonstrate her mediumship. In order to create the space and intention for communication, we need to join together in that universal language that we call music. During this song, allow your own loved ones in the spirit world to join you. Allow your joy to be overflowing and love to present itself. And feel free in your homes to join in and sing along. As Sandra, I hand over to you to play the song. Thank you. Well, we're back. We're I think back. we have, yes, we have tech, technology. Yeah. <laughs> it was bound to happen one day, Sandra, there we go. But I'm sure we can cope, we can manage with everything um, as we take everything within our stride. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time for the mediumship that is delivered. It will have a purpose of healing for both sides, those in the loved ones, in the spirit world, and for those that are here. Communications are given to the support and understanding that life continues after the physical death of the human body, and that we're truly never alone. So when Kerry demonstrates, please understand and only react, raise your hands when she gives the precise evidence. So don't make the evidence fit you. Listen to how she says it and only respond if you understand it in the way that she says. Let her allow her to work through with you and just please say yes and no. As Kerry works for you today, please only respond with your hands going up. Um, we apologise to everyone on Facebook that can't respond. Um, but I'd like to hand over to Sandra and Kerry. And while this happens, I'll turn my microphone off and sound off and hand it over to you guys. Thank you, Phil. Just a little instruction. I'm working the technological side of this, which is quite an adventure for me. Although Carrie's going to be bringing through loved ones and we're going to try to find, well, we will find who they belong to. Rest assured that you're not alone in your house right now or you and just a couple of loved ones. You are filled with an unseen world of your loved ones who have passed into the unseen world. Even your pets are there too. So on my side um, and on your side too, there's is a little audience participation. You'll see on your screen a place where you can raise your hand. Hand looking like this. And if you press it, it'll turn, well, it shows up to me on blue. I'm not sure exactly how it shows on your side. And what I can see everybody is everybody's raising their hand right now and practicing. So 
Carrie, in just a moment, will be demonstrating her mediumship, giving some bits of information uh, from our communicator in the hereafter. And we will try to narrow down and find whose person this is. So she'll explain more, but if you can uh, take absolutely all of the information, we'll ask you to raise your hand. Now, there are a better part of 400 people with us right now. So Absolutely everything uh, will have you raise your hand. If not, we can't find who this communicator belongs to. We will, Carrie will give some more information. So with that, Carrie, I'm gonna turn it over to you and I'm gonna ask all of our attendees now to keep your hands down. I will lower all hands right now. And when it's time, I'll tell you and, uh, and we'll go from there. So we can have a little fun with this. Hi, Carrie. Thank you very much, Sandra, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and girls and boys. Um, as we go into this evening, Phil's absolutely right, thank you, and Sandra, yes and no is what suits best, especially when we're working in this mode. I'll give some information, and if you can understand, oh, somebody already is understanding something I'm saying. Um, if you can understand it, then put your, your hands up. Please don't give me any more than yes or no, because what happens is what I really want you to know is that I gave you the evidence that your loved ones are here, not that you gave me that. So as we work through this, we'll probably have time for about three contacts before the end. And if we can squeeze an extra one in, then we will. But I'll go by what Sandra's um looking at me about but I'm just I'm just beginning to feel the spirit world coming in and as I do I know I have father here and I know that I'm going to say a very general thing I know that father passed with a heart condition I know he had a heart attack but I know this happened when he was outside and away from the home so this would have happened in a public space Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, father passed of a heart attack outside in a public space. All right, Carrie, I think you can see the same screen I have with okay. lots of hands going up. So in addition to that, then whoever um, this father is for would understand that there would have been one other family member with him at that time. Ladies and gentlemen, I lowered all your hands who had raised your hands. Uh, just looking for the people who had another family member there at the time. All right, we have three. Okay. I also want, I also know that the father, that he, um, they were able to get him to the hospital. So he had not passed before he reached the hospital. Okay. We have three. Okay, I also want to say that he did not get out of hospital, though. I feel he passed in that hospital. Okay. The numbers seem to be growing. Okay. Anybody that's putting up your hand, you need to acknowledge, you need to be able to understand all the information. So this happened in a public space. It was one other person with him. Um, he made it to the hospital. He did not pass on the spot. He made it to the hospital. Okay. I, also, I also know he passed in the hospital, though. Ladies and gentlemen, I just lowered your hands because they're... Bill, I want to be talking, reaching out to daughter. 
reaching out to daughter. So we have quite a few. Okay. I want to say too that there must be a connection to the name William with father as well. I'm not saying it's his name, but I know there's a William, a Bill in the spirit world connected with father. Okay, I've lowered some hands now. We're okay, narrowing it down. Kathy in because I feel very drawn to that name. Okay, Kathy, it's going to just take me a second. And if you'd like to, you can... Um, Share vid, uh, well, I'm going to unmute you from this side. Let's see here. Unmute audio. Hello. Okay, Kathy, we can hear you. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Do you understand Father in the Spirit World? Yes. You understand he had a heart attack in a public space, Kathy? Yes. You also understand that there would have been somebody with him that either would have followed the ambulance or gone in the ambulance with your father. Yes. I know when he got to hospital, though, there would have been a period of time that he was in the hospital, but I know he never came out. Yes. I also know that with your father, he must have been quite um, a private man because I know he did not like the fact that all of his illness was on show in public. Yes. I want to say too that with your father, Kathy, I know that he must have also had a tendency to keep things to himself because I feel like there's a lot of things he keeps inside. Yes. I want to say as well, though, he did have a funny sense of humour that you must share with him. So there must be a similarity in your sense of humours with your father. Yes. Because it's quite quirky, because he's cracking jokes here about the illness and about the hospital. And I want to say that you and him had a similar similarity there too. I also want to say there must have been other conditions of happening with your father at the time he had the heart attack. Yes. Because I know there's an underlying health condition here. And I also know that as he that he must have been under the doctor for this as well. Yeah, I I don't know for sure. Okay, because I get the strong sense that there was an underlying condition that were happening here, but he, and that's what people were focusing on, but this heart condition is what's taken him. I want to say as well, he must have had quite piercing eyes. Yes. Because I know as I almost look through his eyes, he's, not only does he have piercing eyes, but he sees everything. Nothing gets past your dad. And as I feel your dad coming in as well, because he's now saying you can call me dad now because you know me a bit better. So I know he this privacy, he would have let down his guard when he got to know people. Yes. And I also know with your dad's eyes, not only did he see everything, but he knew more things than he ever let on. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, because I know there are things in your father's, your dad's family that you might not have all the information about. Okay. You understand that? Yes. Because as he, I, as I get a sense of his sense of humour, I know he took some secrets about his family to the grave with him. That would not be a surprise. Um, because I also want to say that with your father um because he he's now letting me feel him as dad but he also 
come to cross his father, so I know he must not have been awfully over-sentimental with his emotions to you. To me, no. Because I know that with this, I feel a um, sadness within his soul that allows me to feel that he wishes he could have been slightly differently with you. I also know that whilst you were young, you mustn't have spent an awful lot of time with your father. Yes. Because I feel like he's out at work and he's out of the house a lot. But I also want to say that with his work, he must have had a position where he would have either managed people or managed projects. Because I know that he's, he, although he's a quiet man, I know he has an, there's an element of him managing others. He was in sales. Um, you would understand that he would have organised things and managed projects or managed people as well. Yeah, I guess I didn't know too much about all that. Um, because I get the sense that he actually had a little bit of, in, in Britain, you see a gift of the gab. So he was oh, able definitely. Because I feel like I can almost sell ice to Eskimos here. But I know your father must have had one um, way of being within the home and another way of being for at work and another way of being for people he was familiar with outside work. Yes. Because I would not just say there's two sides to his personality, but I actually think there's three sides to his personality. I, I need to say that you only really got to see one side of it. Yes. And that sense of him wanting to share with you that he wishes there is an apology within his soul, Kathy. You would understand that your father um, behaved and said things that he might have wished to take back. Yes. Um, because I feel that within his soul, Kathy, and I, there's a, a sense of a great progress within him that he needs to come through in a way that you would recognise him. But I need to also say to you that there has been growth within him because he sees the effect he's had on you. I also know that within your father's life, but we can all say we're a makeup of what's happened to us before. But your father still has an effect on you today in your relationships with other people. Yes. And he he wants to say sorry. He would never ever have said that here. But I know as he's been acknowledged and understood, I know this is apology within his heart. And I know he wishes he could take some things he said a number of days before he passed you had a conversation with him yes and you would understand in that conversation that there was just something left lingering in the ear and not resolved yeah okay your father's saying firstly he wishes he'd so resolve that at that moment, but your father could be very, very stubborn, Kathy. <laughs> yes. And it wasn't within his nature to admit that he was wrong. But whatever, and I don't feel it was a huge thing, but whatever was spoken about, he knows that he should have just bowed down and been there as father and not as somebody who needed to be right. Yes, thank you. That's what he wants to bring with you, Kathy, because I know at this moment he is 
giving me the impression that right now with you, there's a real need for you to say your truth. And within that truth, there needs to be an honesty about how you feel. Because your father knows that you're biting down on your lip and that you're not saying what your true thoughts are. Interesting. You understand that? Yes. And so your father's saying, if he were here, he'd be doing what he didn't do before. He'd be sharing his thoughts. And he knows you can do it in the most gentle and compassionate way because that's the sort of person you are. But this other person that's involved here, your father must know as well. Um, yeah. Because he's of the impression that this can be resolved because he knows the other person as well. I'm going to leave your father's love with you and his strength with you. And please know that he, in his heart and his soul, he's looking to make up for what he never did in life for you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do that for you, Kathy. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Kathy. And I'm going to lower all hands so everybody resists the urge to put your hands up right now until Carrie gives us some information. Okay, I feel I've got mother here. As I work with mother, I need to say that Okay. I know I've got mother here, but I know there would be some difference. I mean, I'm looking for daughter. I know the name Margaret features in here, but I'm not saying that's mother's name. But I know that with mother there is a... It almost feels like I'm mother, but I'm not being mother. It's like I couldn't be mother properly or... I don't know how else to verbalise that. I'm looking for a daughter and I know that mum must have gone at a very young age. I feel like I did not get time with my daughter. There must be somebody here whose mother passed when she was very, very young. We have several hands that have come up. Mother passed young. But there needs to be the name Margaret features in here as well. And, a mother, and, I, need to, and I need to also say the grandmother would be in the spirit world and I feel that grandmother took over care of this daughter. Thank you, Carrie. We have a lot of hands bouncing around just now. You know, the person on the top was the first person to go up with all the information. I don't know if you have a feeling here. Can you bring Ketty? Is it Ketty? Ketty, I think so. Ketty, I'm going to bring you in. Just takes me a half a second here. And I am unmuting you. Ketty, you might need to unmute yourself. There you go. Can you hear Hi, us, Ketty? Ketty, can we have your voice? We can't hear you. Ketty, you're probably there talking to us, getting frustrated that we can't hear you. 
Well, we haven't had this before. We can't hear Ketty. There's always a first. Ketty, can you press your share video button and maybe we can see you and you can give us a thumbs up. There you are. We can see you. But we don't know why we can't. We might be able to work with the thumbs up thing. If you look at your camera and put your thumb in front of your camera. <laughs> Please. You would, Katie, you would understand mother in the spirit world. Not if you can understand that. Oh, she's trying. Ketty, we can't hear you, but I know you can hear us. Can you? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's taking our camera off. Well, this is how we learn, isn't it? Okay. On our doing our live things here. Can I just share one more thing just to make sure that sure. we're there? I get the sense that there would have been um, that grandmother told stories about mother to this daughter. Because okay. I feel that mother was kept alive through the stories. All right. We have some other hands up. I can't tell from Ketty right now if she's shaking her head no. You could try and take the headphones out the socket and it may lift the microphone. So if she, if she detaches her headphones from her device, it may switch on the microphone. Okay. Ketty, you might have your family member there helping you. All right. Well, can we see as we go further on then? Yes, um, please. There would be, um, grandmother would have told the daughter um, stories, and I'm saying regular stories about the mom to keep memory alive. And I feel like whichever daughter this is, mother passed when you were very, very young. So we've got two other hands there. We've got two hands, yes. And the name Margaret features in here as well. Elizabeth and Nicole, you're still with okay. us? Yes. I want to say too that there must have been a cancerous condition with grandmother as well. Because I feel like there's a cancer that goes through grandmother. Elizabeth and Nicole, you can still take this information. I'm leaving your hands up. Can I go reach out for the moment to Nicole? And let's just see if Kelly can... Um, staying on this i actually felt with kate not kelly kitty all right so nicole i'm bringing you in and unmuting you nicole are you there yes perfect Hi, hello can, can we just check this out just to um narrow things in you would understand mother in the spirit world yes you understand that she passed when you were very young yes you would understand that grandmother took over the role of mother for you yes but there would have to be a telling stories of mother to you regularly as you were a young child yes 
You understand your grandmother passed with a cancerous condition? I think so. We weren't sure because they didn't have an autopsy. But Okay. You would understand the name of um, Margaret as well? Her name was Margaret and I have her middle name. Her okay. Name. There must also be something you have of your mother. There must be either a small trinket or a small ornament or a something you have that belongs to your mother. Some sort of um, porcelain or um, something that belongs to your mum. Many things. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know how much you caught of that, Katie. But with Nicole here, Nicole, would you understand that with those small porcelain, there must be something, I know you have an American accent, but there must be something with the royal family, the British royal family on it. Um, I don't know. I have to think about it. I have so much of her things. So would you remember that your grandmother from your mum had some things to do with the royal family, even either a jubilee mug or a um, some sort of coronation, something to do with the royal family? I have old cups that go back 150 years, but it's from American. Right. And they maybe they were English, actually. Okay, because I know that what I'm seeing here is that there is some sort of mug with the porcelain and the family on it. But you would also understand how your grandmother would tell you stories about the royal, the, the royal family in England. Your grandmother must have been over to Britain. They used to say we were related to the royal family, a royal family in Germany. Okay, because I know that your grandmother keeps talking about being to the royal family and being of the royals and this connection to the royals. I also know your grandmother might have um, um, exaggerated some of the stories at times. Yes, I'm sure. Because I know that with your grandmother's sense of humour, I have this feeling with her that she would have exaggerated. But I know it wasn't done with any malice. I know that it was done because of that's just part of her storytelling. I also know that there must have been a collection of books that she, you would have remembered your grandmother's house. And there must have been a collection of books and magazines that she had at the side of her chair. Uh, probably. Um, she read a lot, but... Because I know that within that, there would have been these um, regular um, magazines or the, the monthly magazines that your grandmother would have bought. I also know that there, within that, your grandmother would have also had a connection to a women's group or a women's circle. I don't know. I mean, she was so... I didn't know that part of her life. But she, she brought you up. For many years until my mother died when I was a baby, and so she brought right. me. Because I know that there's a sense of her having this input for you, and I also know that there, there you must have found out things after she passed. You must have been looking through her things and find out boxes and boxes of um, bank statements and letters and lots of paperwork. Yes. 
because as she's gone through that, you must have also found out things to do with your mum that you you were looking for and, and had asked for, hadn't yet got. Yes. Was your grandmother's talking about that? Adult? <laughs> there is um, information that you still have so you must have all your grandmother's pieces of paper still kept but they're in order now yes there's a lot of history that i have from the family and with that history i know your grandmother talked about the, um, the way that things are going for you, that there is, I know everybody needs a little bit of order, but it's almost like you had, it's funny because we've heard the ducks there, but it's almost like you've got your ducks in order now, almost in time for this lockdown. Your grandma's saying that you're very organised and you're very, um, you've, you've had everything in order, but that was her personality as well. That's how she brought you up. Okay, thank you, good. In that way, in the place that you lived with your grandmother, there must have been a room that you stayed that had lots of old pieces of furniture in it as well. Yes. And in that old furniture, there must have been a drawer that you used to go in, and in the drawer there would be um, jewellery and boxes with brooches and different necklaces and earrings that you would go in and have a look through. That was my other grandmother. Okay, because I see the memories of you looking through all these pieces of jewellery and you would take them out and look through them and put them all back in. And I'm not saying you have any of them left, but I know that the, your grandmother brings in those memories for you. But I also want to say that where the Margaret connects in, I know you said there was two, but I actually want to say that your grandmother must have a sister in the spirit world as well. Yes. Because there must be a Margaret connection with your grandmother's sister too. Okay. You understand that? I don't know. I don't remember her name. Um, because I know that that's where your grandmother's bringing it in. I know right now that you've been sending thoughts up um, to the spirit world. And there must be, an, that your grandmother's talking about how there's a need for you to focus in on your work and to focus in on having something to work towards because your grandmother always told you that your mum was highly organised and caring and loving and that you were everything that she was. That's what I've heard. Thank you. That's nice. And that that continues. That you might have lost your mother at a very young age, but she is not lost. She's very much with you you must have had it you must have conversations in your mind with your mum as well yes because your mum is giving me this feeling and she has such a degree of love for you as a mother would but i know that she pulls close to you to allow you to know she hears your conversation she heard the conversations a number of nights ago when you got news about family and your mum wants to say that she was there when you got that call. You understand that? Yes. And your mum knows about what's happening within your family just now. But just to say she was there when she, you got that call and she's very close with you. I'm sorry it took so long to get there. But thank you, Nicole. Thank you very much. For working with me. Thank you.
Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Carrie. And for everybody, our mediums here are used to working in front of live human beings. So asking them to step up and to work in the virtual world is it's exciting. I'm going to use that word. It's exciting. So Carrie, back to you. Okay. Okay. I have sun here. And I know that sun... Um, passed in a road traffic accident and I know that there was a motorcycle involved. Okay. I've got more, but I'm not going to go any further yet. Okay. The son passed in a motorcycle or in an accident involving a motorcycle. Tom. You bring Tom in? Sure, Tom, just give me a moment. I'm going to bring you in. Uh, here we go. Let me see if I can unmute your... Oh, Tom, I don't see a place to unmute you. You see on your side, Tom, place to hit unmute. Hi, Tom. Tom. Oh, and we're having another exciting moment here. <laughs> I know. Well, we've got to learn these things eventually. So maybe if Tom turns on his camera, we can get a nodding of a head or a thumbs up or down instead of a yes or no. Okay. Tom, I've just asked you to start your video on your side. interesting on my side there's not a place that says mute or unmute at all okay we are not having any luck here we're not having any luck Sandra are we we aren't yeah I don't I think we are stuck said Pleasantly. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I want to say then that if Tom gets in touch with me, then we can do this in another way. We can do it over WhatsApp. If you can connect us up, because I know that Sun is here. So if he gets in touch with me, we'll have a quick chat on another day, Tom. Okay, Tom, I have your email address, and when this is over, I'll send you an email, and we will make that connection, okay? Sorry of any technical difficulties here. Everybody's on different kinds of devices, and we're learning. We really are. This is just okay. our third week doing this. Okay. Is that and another that, hand come up? Yep. There's a hand with Debbie's name. All right. Well, no, Debbie went down. The hand went down. And it's back up. So, Debbie, I'm going to bring you in here. All right. Let's see here. All right, Debbie. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. That's Hello, fine. Debbie. Hiya. Oh, that's a familiar accent. Oh, Scottish. Would you understand sun in the spirit world? Well, my mum lost my brother, which is her son, 
which was in a motorbike accident, but it didn't pass with a motorbike accident. But I don't know if that's... No. I, we, we might have Tom joining us. Tom, I've now seen your uh, screen. Oh, thank you, Debbie. Tom, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Can oh. you hear me? We can. Thank you very much. And thank you, Debbie. It's okay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. The... It's not a great signal, but we'll, we'll see what we can do. You would understand, son, you would understand son and Tom, spirit world, Tom. Yes, yes. Do you understand that he would have passed on a motorcycle? Yes. You would also understand that with that, there, 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 um, there wouldn't have been much chance of him coming out of it, if I can put it that way. Pardon? I, I didn't understand your last statement. My would you understand that he passed at the scene? Yes. Okay. But you also understand that your um, the, the paramedics that attended that they would have had it. It seems like a country road or a rural road. I, it was somewhat rural. Yes. Uh -huh. right. Because I know yeah, that you a, must. You must have just yes or no, Tom. You must have driven past that area fairly recently, or you must have seen that area fairly recently um yes okay because i know that within your son's mind what he shows me is that there is there somebody must put flowers or something on the tree or the area around about where your son passed no mm -mm. because i know that somebody goes there on the anniversary of his passing or around about the time of his passing or maybe recently went there at the time where he passed. Yes, I'm sorry, this was... Okay, I also get the sense of with your son, Tom, he was, uh, his personality must have been quite large. Um, yes. Um, because I know that with your son, there's a sense of really wanting to get the most out of life and to really, um, I'm not saying that he lived life to the full, but I know that he appreciated life. There was a deep appreciation with him. Uh, yeah, this isn't resonating with me. I don't think that's, that this is for me. Okay, Tom. Well. If this is your son, then take his love, because I know that you've been asking for him to give you signs and asking him to let you know that he's about. Okay, thank you. That's the way the cookie crumbles, Sandra. It sure is. We try. We do the very, very best we can. How are we doing on time? Would you like to do one more? Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And ladies and gentlemen, obviously our mediums are people and they're, uh, I don't want to compare them to a telephone, but they use every sense they have to tap into this unseen world and, and bring through your loved ones. So we just appreciate you so much, Carrie. Okay.
I need to say that I have Sun here, another Sun. Um, I know that Sun would have had um, responsibility for his own passing, so I know this Sun died by suicide. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And if I were to say that, that I, I want to say that there would be some, it would be an overdose, there would be some kind of, and I know I've got more, but I know there is some kind of um, drugs within the blood or drugs within the body. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave it to you to put your hands down instead of meeting you all. If you can, this resonates with you, you can just keep your hands up. I actually feel drawn to Sarah. Okay. Sarah, I'd like to bring you in. It's just going to take me a moment to do my magic on my side. All right, Sarah, there you are. We can see you, Sarah. Oh, Hi, welcome. Hi. 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 So you would understand Sun in the Spirit World, Sarah? Yes. And you would understand that um, he, he would have been responsible for his own passing? Yes. And you would also understand that there would have been um, drugs involved in his passing? Yes. But I want to say it's almost as if your son says that there, there, there must have been a you could understand this a break in the company he was keeping because things seemed to have changed for him and then somehow he relaxed perhaps so would you understand that with your son there would have been a group of people because he talked about there's a group of people he was hanging about that or the might be so yes just a yes or a no, Sarah. And would you understand then that with that, um, there seems to be a point where you he spoke to you because I know there's a conversation between him and you. Yes. And I know that in that conversation, you thought he had taken on board some of the information you had shared with him and some of the conversations you had said. Yes. And I know that that's why his passing is as if it's not drastic and um, devastating enough. That's why, because I feel like it happened fairly soon after that conversation. Yes. I want to say too that with your son, he was quite shy within himself as well, though. He wasn't an overly talkative man. No. No, he wasn't, or no, I'm wrong? You're wrong. Would you understand then that he never spoke about this person, this part of him, that he, about how he was feeling? Yes. Because I know that he is not speaking and having to drag it out of him about how he's feeling. I also want to be saying that after his passing, there must have been a question about whether there was other people around him at that time. No. Would you understand then that there is, I can't really change that. Um. I'm, I'm, let's see, because I know he gives me the impression that just before he passes, there's other people around about him. 
There's he's with other people. I wouldn't know that. Then the conversations you've had after your son's passing, nobody said to you that they were with him just before. Um, there were people a day before. Something's just not feeling right here. Is there somebody, hang on a minute, Sarah, is there somebody else that understands absolutely everything that's been given and it has to be everything without a shadow of a doubt and no moving? Because I feel like there's a question here. I'm going to say thank you, Sarah, for working with me, but I, there's something not feeling right here. Right. But take your lo son's love, because he will be in the midst of around about where you are. Don't okay. be questioning that. All right. Can we check in, Sandra? Is there something that understands everything? Well, we have six people that understand everything, and I'm imagining in the unseen world these kids all helping them each other. It's amazing what we can't see that is can happening. Can we take their hands down and ask them to put their hands back mm -hmm. up? We sure can. Okay. Really? Wow. And I know there's a James in the spirit world as well. Let's see if we can get those hands down. Okay. James in the spirit world as well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience, everyone. There's no magic formula to this, but it is all love that connects us. So we do the very best we can. I feel drawn to Teresa. I don't know why. Let's okay. See. Teresa, I'm going to bring you in to talk to Carrie. One moment, please. Mm -hmm. Okay, Teresa, I, you may have to unmute yourself, Teresa. Oh, Carrie, the adventure of it all. There you are. Teresa, can you hear us? Hi, Teresa. Maybe? Oh, I'm going home. Oh, I am. <laughs> oh, Teresa, can you hear us? Oh, dear. We can see you. She's got her thumbs up. Oh, my How about goodness. that? Well, How about that? I have no idea, but I know Teresa. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've ever given you a reading with Teresa. She comes to the church. She comes okay. to confirm and ask. Um, do you understand some of the spirit world? Do you understand that he would have been responsible for his own passing? Do you understand that there would have been drugs involved? Do you understand, too, that there would have been people that had a conversation or were with him just before he passed? You must have had a conversation with them subsequently. You would also understand that he must have been quite quiet about what he, his personality, quite withdrawn in his personality. But I also know he never spoke about how he was, how he was feeling. I also want to say that there must have been um, a time where he, 
he was okay and then you thought he was getting himself back on the right track and then he went off track again. And I want to say that he's given the impression that this is due to the groups of people that he hung about. Because he's saying, Mom, you were right. But I know there would be something just before his funeral that somebody that knew him came to you and said words that confirmed something you thought about your son's passing. Correct? Because your son's given me the definitive thing here that there, there was a question over was it a mistake or was it suicide? And you believe that there was almost a mishap there. Because that's the feeling I have. I have this feeling of mishap. I have this misadventure. This I didn't mean to. I wouldn't have gone. I wasn't. Things were going good for him. Because he gives me that feeling that life had really picked up for him. And things were going better for him. And I know he changed the group of friends that he'd been about. He also must have got a new job or a new position as well. Because with his new job, it gives me that the, the feeling that not only did a good new job, but he must have started a little bit of a relationship as well. Because I feel a girlfriend. <laughs> but I want to say that with the girlfriend, I actually want to say that there's more than just a girlfriend being left. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a larger circle of friends that was left as well. And would you understand that there was a child left as well? You understand that because he's talking about the child. I also want to say that with your son, he loved, he's all excited because he's finally got to speak to you. Um, because I know he loves you. He never told you. He was stubborn. He he couldn't show his emotions. And he must have been taller than you because he's rubbing your hair on top. He's messing your hair up. But I also know that there's a real feeling um, with him that, in April, we're in April, but April must be important for him because he's, it must be his birthday. No, then if it's his passing, then there is a birthday because he's singing happy birthday to me. And it's not my birthday. <laughs> Do you understand that it's a massive large, because he's making a large birthday cake. I also know that with that, there's something with your son that wants to talk. I don't know anything about your family, but you must have a daughter as well. Because he's talking about his sister, your daughter, and he's wanting to say to um, his sister that he's still the cleverer one. <laughs> so there must be that joking relationship there. But I also know that you would understand James in the spirit world as well. But I, as well as James, I know that James must connect with your father. And I know, but your father's not in the spirit world. Then I'm not saying I've got your father here. Because I know James just said, I'd tell her I'm related <coughs> to her dad. With your son, though, very soon after his passing, very soon after his passing, there must have been something that you said, oh, okay, I know that's you. Because I know he comes very close to you. This is mine. This isn't your son's. 
but I know that you have a way of knowing that your son comes close to you. And I know that you felt him in your room last night and you told him you loved him, which you would. But I also know something fell off your table or off the sideboard last night. I'm not claiming there to be physical activity in your room, but I know in some mysterious way he's claiming responsibility for that. But I also know this morning you asked him to come tonight. And he's also saying that there's a real need for him to identify with you that he would never have purposely left you. He would not have left you. But he also knows that this week you've had a change. We've all had massive changes. But you've had some news this week that he wants you to know he was there when it happened and when it arrived with you. Okay. There's also somebody sending healing thoughts to you. So we know somebody's just a little bit under the weather right now. I'm going to say thank you very much, Teresa. Lovely to see you. I've not seen you in a very long time. Thank you very much for allowing me to do that. Over to you, Sandra. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Teresa, and thank you, Carrie. And now I actually get to hand it back over to Phil. And Phil's got to unmute himself. There he is. Yes, I have. I've just done that. So thank you very much, Sandra. Um, thank you very much, Kerry. It was a wonderful demonstration of how I felt mediumship and evidential mediumship. And I've got to hold my hand up. There's not many mediums around that can hold their own within conditions such as that where things go wrong. So absolutely wonderful. And that last contact especially because there's no voice, there's no nothing. It proves that we do not need a voice to connect to the unseen world to get that information correct and right. So thank you very much, Kerry. Thank you. Um, right, just checking up. As we bring our service towards the end and a close, I'd like to thank Scott and Kerry for uh, their demonstrations this evening. And it shows that um, they, we all try our best even when we've had ducks, we've had phones, we've had all courts going on in the background and things um, not going right. But it's been absolutely wonderful to be part of this service. And for Sandra for coordinating and delivering the reading um, and everyone at home that's joined us today. So just before I hand to Kerry for the final prayer, I'm going to hand back over to Sandra for the notices. Yeah, just a few general announcements. Um, we have had people request this music that we're playing and the services. So I'm gonna eventually start a web page just for this services. But for right now, if you're on our email list, if you're somebody who is um, signed into Zoom or you click on the Zoom link, if you're watching this on Facebook and just give us your email address, I will send you uh, an email of the that's got the links to the music that we're listening to. It's quite special. And also you can use the same that same link to watch a replay or you can send that to a friend who might need some upliftment. Speaking of music, music, we have a real special song at the end after we close. So we ask you to stay on board for three more minutes. Interested in more of these readings, we just created a demonstration that will be with Scott on April 17th at the same time, and it'll be an hour and a half with trance, and it will be him, his uh, inspirers speaking through him again, but there's actually an opportunity to ask questions, 
and it, I've been to these before, very, very profound. Our home base for everything I'm going to tell you, even the upcoming church service links, is we don't die radio.com. Just scroll down a little ways and you can see everything. Also, on May 9th, we're going to do a very special demonstration of mediumship with Carrie and Phil. And it goes just about an hour and a half, a little bit over. And they work with the group. It's not a group of um, 400 people. You know, usually it's 30, 40, 50 people, something like that. And it's very intimate and it's, they're really great. And then we have started a new course that can be purchased anytime. It's connecting with your soul and the unseen world. And it's talking about how do I know that there's evidence of the afterlife? How do we know? who are these people around us, how we can connect ourselves to that unseen world. So uh, video on demand and some of it's live. So you can check all of that out at we don't die radio.com. Now turning it back to Phil. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, again, thank you to Sandra, to Scott, to Kerry for tonight. It's been a wonderful uh, experience and I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Um, I would like to ask Kerry now to go into that power once more and close this service down in prayer, please. If you can join with me in that prayer, please. As we send out our thoughts to God, whoever you think God is within your own heart and your own beliefs, we ask that ever divine father through the weeks and months to come we know that you're ever present with us join us on that journey join us in that place that we may feel that divine within ourselves touch that divine within you as we sit within our homes with our families leave that prayer of healing with us that we may allow ourselves to enjoy each day although we may be within our homes Show us the flowers, the birds, the nature, the benefit of having friends and family within close reach over the internet, the benefit of having people that we can reach out to over the phone, and the benefit of having within our own souls that contact with something that's larger than ourselves that reminds us that our planet and our being is part of a greater picture. So as we bring our service to a close, may we know within our hearts that life continues after the physical death, that life continues beyond that which we can see, and that we can plant the seed within ourselves that allows us to open that debate and question within ourselves, what is after life? What happens in that afterlife beyond physical death? If we ask one question and have one answer that creates another, then we're on that journey of life. So as we move towards the end of this evening, it's just the beginning of our own journeys. Amen. <laughs>